Again, this is Mike Lodge. I am the business advisor, and I'm glad you've joined me this morning. I tell you, the temperature has really changed here in South Carolina. Yesterday, it was really low in the 30s. Today, it's up in the 50s, in the high 50s. So this morning, we have a totally different weather change. And, of course, we see this big this big uh, storm coming in off the west coast again that's pushing in hot air, and we have hot air coming this way and cold air going that it's so confusing. How do you know what's good, what, what it's going to be the very next day? You just don't. <laughs> Listen, one of the things that I've been thinking about lately, because I'm planning this trip, right? And I'm planning a trip because I've got a bucket list. And my bucket list says, okay, I want to go to all 50 states. So, I have 16 more states to go to. So I thought, okay, what kind of a car should I get to do this? Because I don't think my little Hyundai that I seldom drive, and it's old now, I don't think it can make that type of a trip. So I'm having to find a way to rethink of how I'm going to do this trip. And one of them was, I was looking at smart cars, because you know they at one point in time they got like 30 miles to the gallon. But now all small cars have gone electric. Well, electric is kind of tough when you're trying to get through 16 states and you really don't know how far in between it's going to be before you can charge up again. And then I was, last night, I was watching a YouTube channel that I watch every single day because they post every single day. And they own a chateau in, in France. And so what they decided to do was they have an electric vehicle that they use for the family. And what they did is they went out and they got this uh, charger. And it's a portable charger. And it's called, let me see if I can, it's called a Delta Pro. And so you charge it up at home and it charges up and it gives um, battery power inside the char- uh, the portable charger. Then you put it in the back of your car, and when you get to that point where you need a little bit more oomph to get to the next charging station, you stop the car by the side of the road, you, char- you plug in your portable charger, and you get more usage. You get more uh, charge, well, more electricity. The problem is, and what I saw is that, and I put the link to that that video in down below but what i saw and i don't ever want to get into this situation where you pull alongside the road you're hooking your charger and then you gotta sit there and wait for 45 minutes for to get any kind of a charge he got a a 10 percent more charge i mean or or was it 10 kilowatt more charge i'm not quite sure but why would you want to stop by the side of the road wait there for 45 minutes, then drive off to the next charging station and wait there another 45 minutes to charge again. Gasoline car, you just pull into a station, 
five, ten minutes, you've got gas in your car and you're off again. To me, the waiting around for something to charge is not using my time efficiently. I often thought, you know what I bet you a good money maker would be? Is to put a, a big generator on the back of a of a car or van and go around for those people who are running out of charge, portable charge. I would give you a portable charge right there off of mine. It'd be a lot faster. I have a big generator there generating uh, electricity. And I could do two or three at the same time. And I could just drive around like the AAA <laughs> instead of filling gas. I'm filling up with electricity. I thought that was a good idea. I don't know if it is or not. But to sit around waiting for something to charge for 45 minutes, I I don't think it's a good use of my time because I can just put gas in my car and I'm off and I'm gone. And if I need anything, if I just call AAA. AAA comes in, gives me a little bit of a boost of gas, and I'm off to the next one. And it's just matters of minutes. So that's what my podcast today was really about. I was listening also to, not listening, but I was reading an article about the former uh, chief technology officer of Tesla. And he was talking about, okay, what are you going to do with all of these batteries? So the next common thing is, and, and which is the only way to do it is to take those batteries and recycle them take out air, all the components and all of the minerals and everything out and recycle them and make them into uh, new batteries or new components for tesla batteries so what he's done is he's raised 800 million what is his name by the way if you want to know what his name is his name is da, 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 let me find his name um what is his name Oh, J.B. Strubble. So what he's done, he's raised $800 million in the venture capital fund, and they are building a billion-dollar recycling plant in Las Vegas, in Nevada, and also one in uh, just a little bit out of Charleston, South Carolina. So this is the new thing that probably will start going on. Have you seen them on, on YouTube where these people are fixing these batteries new battery is $14,000. That's a lot of bucks. I have to think, okay, my battery is bad. 14000 bucks is a lot of money. I'm surprised somebody hasn't come up with battery insurance just in case something like that does happen. But, so he's building these plants and that's going to be, getting, be the beginning of new recycling of these batteries as they, as they go on. Now, one of the things that I thought was interesting Wyoming, the state of Wyoming, they want to ban, there's a bill before the state legislature at the moment, they want to ban electric vehicles by 2035. <laughs> so this is the issues with with this new technology, right? <coughs> well, excuse me. With this new technology is that some people want it, some people don't want it. Some people think it's crazy, some people think it's it's God's gift to slice bread. We have all of these things going on at the moment. I think personally, if I was to buy an electric vehicle, it would be just for around town. If you look over at Europe, I mean, Smart is taking over over there. 
and Renault, um, not Renault, but uh, Fiat also, they have these electric vehicles, and they're small enough, and you, can, and you can park them anywhere because they're so small, but they get around town very nicely. They zip around town. I think that if I were to get an electric vehicle, that would be my sole purpose, just to get around town. Not to go on long-distance gallivants, but just to get around town. At the moment, the technology and the power grid and everything else isn't capable, and they're not out there, to support electric vehicles on long travel situations. Now, in California, they do. California to Nevada, they have charging stations all along the way. But then you have these long lines trying to get in there, and they're waiting there 45 minutes, an hour, waiting for all these people to charge up their batteries. So that part of it needs to be uh, fixed up because when people buy these cars, they're expecting to be able to travel in them. So all of these various states around the United States has got to get up to gear. Right now, it's not the right time for long distance. California, fine, because everybody in California has an electric vehicle. You go to Newport Beach, and that's all you see is Teslas all around. Go to Irvine, California, they're all around. So we have this technology. It's a great technology, and I love the technology. But for me personally, I don't think it's the right technology. I don't want to have to be. One time I saw on YouTube, and you've probably all seen this, that video of that one individual who had a portable gas <laughs> gas generator that he put in the back. He he pulled it out, was charging his car, sitting there alongside the road, and people were stopping and saying, are you nuts? This isn't what you're supposed to do. Now you're using gas to produce electricity <laughs> for your electric car. So I think that what we have to do is ask ourselves... What are we going to use this electric car for? Certainly not for long trips. Just not feasible at this moment. But I tell you, getting around town, I've been watching these videos on YouTube of all these Fiats and smart cars and everything that have gone completely electric and they are making a killing over there because around town is what they're used for. Long distance, no. They're long distance and they take the train, they take the bus or whatever else mode of transportation they can get their hands on but just around town and parking ease can you imagine if everybody was driving a little tiny car have you seen a smart car it's very very small it's a two passenger thing it has a lot of zip and get up and go but around town you can park that thing anywhere you can park it sideways you can park it any direction almost and you've taken up hardly any space in the parking space, along the street, in the parking garage. You can get two or three Teslas in one parking space in a, in a parking garage. It's an interesting, interesting thing, these electric cars. I love them. I love Tesla. My friend has a Tesla, drives it hardly ever except on the weekends, but he has other cars he drives. But... I tease him all the time because of of all the other things, the stigmas that goes along with the electric car. I tease him on it all the time. And that's my only joy in life. Hey, I wanted to tell you one other thing. I've been out shopping, okay? Shopping for food. 
If I shop around, I can get some good deals. If I just go to one store like Publix, which is a big chain here in the south and down to uh, Florida and up along the the coastal side of uh, the east coast, my bill is about $156 every time I go in that place. If I go to Walmart, it's only like 110 If I go to uh, other places, uh, it's like 75 Publix is the most expensive place to be shopping. Shop around. If you want to save some money, you can shop around. And you can get the same stuff at less price at other stores. I think that's what Americans have been doing, right? We've been shopping around. We have been setting our budgets so that it's feasible to continue living. Continue eating, continue to feed our families. I tell you, it's it's that shop around mode, right? I have never once in my life looked at the food ads in in what comes in my mail. Now I'm looking at them. I have gone to the dark side of coupons. Listen, this is Mike Lodge. If you want to have more access to me, go to www.lodge.co.com. Or if you want to send me a question, send it to thebusinessadvisor at zmail.com. Listen, I'll talk with you very soon. Today we're going to listen to some music. Let's just sit back and relax. Talk with you soon. Bye-bye.